0: Welcome to the Run podcast. To behave or run around in a
1: wild, unruly, or out of control manner. Manner.
0: Welcome to season two episode 20 shout out to leo barnhorst of the Run Buck podcast juncture magazines customer service podcast offering news and opinions from the world of sports pop culture and our world this week as always i'm your host david stall and alongside me doing a little mano a mano episode little one-on-one in a while it's been it's been a while producer yeah. gary how's it going my man Going good man well, first things first, you don't have your your partner in crime who normally helps you guess these these names. At the no, start of and the I need
1: him for this one, man.
0: It's tough. You guys are on fire together, but I'm gonna ask you, Leo Barnhorst, number twenty. Was he a real NBA player from decades past, mm-hmm. or is he made up out of the the twisted recesses of my mind? Leo Barnhorst.
1: Barnhorst sounds like something you would make up, but it's also one of those things where you're like. You found it, and you're like, oh, this is perfect, because it's so ridiculous.
0: Let the mind games begin.
1: Yeah, fuck. We're, we're going deep here. Um, yeah. I'm going to say real. I'm going real. That's what my gut's telling me
0: and you're right oh gary you're good you're good man uh now we got to get caleb to guess on his own and see who's carrying (laughs) the team normally with intuition but wow okay awesome now what i will say is because it's mono i want mono like i said me and gary and we're gonna jump through we got some real i got a really fun bachelor topic to talk about we're gonna talk about our guest appearance coming up we got some listener mail to run through but we have a very exciting NBA episode and I did. I've got a ton of research. I've watched a million games. So if you're even a little bit interested in this playoff series, I'm going to, it's going to be a Herculean effort. It's going to be a solo podcast. Like we've never seen before Gary. And, yeah. and so, and I know the guys like to tease me about my performances in the solo episodes, but this one, it's going to be one for the books. So if you're not listening to the NBA portion of the podcast normally, or you just listen to the rapid fire questions, I recommend you stick around, and and you can kind of maybe get immersed in what I think is one of the best playoff series, one of the best playoff rounds that I've ever seen during my lifetime. But before we jump in, Gary, we did have a little bit of listener email, like I like I alluded to, and so I don't know if you remember last week. And, oh, shit, I wanted Kale on the podcast so bad to reminisce on this. I'm wondering if you remember this moment we were talking about last week how i i deservedly so got hit in my facial region after t- after t- tossing out some some reckless tweets during my my high school days and eventually mm-hmm. it came back at a, at a frat party years later and i got my comeuppance and saying you know what and, and got punched in the face and, and beer says t- yeah well you probably wouldn't like that very much <laughs> And I said, uh, no.
1: nobody would.
0: No, I, I wouldn't. Would would you? And he was acting like, yeah, Well, I mean, I would love a punch in the face. That's how I start every morning. I start each morning. I wake up, I shower, have a big glass of OJ and have my neighbor punch me in the jaw as hard <laughs> as he can. And uh, and I, you know, we didn't we kind of just we moved on with the episode. And I thought, you know what, maybe someone will uh, will relate to the ridiculousness and maybe no one will even notice, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We got a comment. Did you see the comment?
1: I didn't did see the
0: Instagram it. video. So no. let me read it. And and this is, I don't know, I think a relatively new listener. We know this guy, mm-hmm. and this guy knows beer. And so I I'm very glad that he he was able to catch this. He says, I don't want to say I'm a hater on this guy, but I'm slowly starting to become a hater on this guy. Caleb. <laughs> Who in their right mind would want to get punched in the jaw? This guy's acting hard to his co-host for absolutely no reason. At first, it made me <laughs> first it made me sick to my stomach that he actually had beef with Dylan Barber. Okay, so he has been listening for <laughs> he's, been, he's been around. <laughs> then he comments about his admiration for Blake Horseman. <laughs> and now he threatens his friend out of nowhere. This guy's on that nice. And so I respond, I say, my man. I'm going to be real. You're on a crash course to becoming listener of the year, which we should think about handing out at some point, producer Gary. Well, it's we going should, to this uh, guy,
1: whoever is. Maybe we should
0: get a plaque or a trophy of some sort. Yeah. Um, and, and I simply couldn't agree more. One of the more egregious statements, look, we love to have fun and mess around on the pod. We do. You can agree to that, Gary. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, he just becomes a menace to himself and others. I'll pass along next episode. I can't because... Not some here. people happen to some people happen to be more committed to the program than others but i'll pass this along next episode in case uh he doesn't see it on his hashtag burner accounts and so our listener responds yet again he wasn't quite done he gave us a fantastic idea he says i think i may have replayed that comment and your response to it about three to five times just couldn't believe my ears and by the sound of your response couldn't believe yours either a fun little game you could introduce is to put a shock collar on Caleb. And whenever he makes a ridiculous comment, you give him a little, you shouldn't have said that shock, just a <laughs> thought. And uh, I don't think that's a bad idea. I don't it's think that's a good that's punishment. A
1: bad idea. That's a good punishment.
0: I actually think that all three, so not you because you're, you're producing the show, you run the show. Maybe you control all three callers and me, Carson, Ooh. Caleb each have one. And every time i think one for me would be every time i interrupt you you give me a shock that's, a lot, then I, that's a lot of shocks. Tr- that's a lot of shocks but how else am i going to learn you're right you're be- right because i don't even realize until i listened back i was like oh gary might have been onto something and we'll never fucking know
1: never we're never going down that <laughs> yeah. hole <level> ever again
0: <laughs> ever ever again logistically
1: speaking this dog sh- this dog collar idea doesn't sound good like online but like when we're back in person. Oh, maybe <laughs>
0: okay.
1: that could be a thing it could be a
0: thing dude i'm excited i am excited to be back in person too because we had May two four weekend and i i mean look i and look i know i know back we're obviously recording this in canada i know people are fucking sick of quarantine and lockdown mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna shame anyone i was shaming people months ago but pe- people are just sick. but we were we were responsible in fact i was i almost saw you at a park and we screw and we we, yeah, we didn't even teach even even each other. other. No. Didn't even see each other. Couldn't even be at the same park at the same time. But people are part, of, it's just when I see those videos, it makes me yearn for it. But for those not listening in Canada, I know we got some international listeners. We're nearing it. We're nearing it. We can
1: see it. It's on the horizon.
0: It's on the horizon, dude. And we got uh, a notice for Ontario. uh The premier put out like, oh, stage two, I think, which is like late July, maybe mid July or something. Yeah. Twenty five people outdoors. Yeah. Did that kind of lo- freak you out, man? People, I was, man. I don't know. If, I don't know if I have twenty five friends anymore. That's I used a,
1: to. I don't think not I, anymore. No, no not no, anymore. No, I think dude. I
0: think we've like ten feels like an abundance
1: yeah not not abundance. only that though but i haven't made contact with more than two people at a time in the past what year and a half
0: oh i don't what? know two how to, people at a time I don't, know, <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: know how to conduct myself anymore yeah in a social setting like
0: I'm, I'm socially rusty dude i'm very socially rusty yeah now it was may 2-4 though did you do you do any fireworks do anything
1: no no took, took care of the cat went to the park went for a walk you know
0: Oh, sounds serene just,
1: just just chilling
0: yeah i know you heard a lot of fireworks so. whoa, 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 fr- the oh the
1: cat was freaking out last oh time. was he oh, yeah.
0: oh by the way someone uh someone offered uh, a new name uh, the listeners have have voted once again he's got to change it again do you want to know what it is
1: let's hear it yeah
0: insidious which i'm not mm. a fan of but that's his name at least uh, it only name. has to
1: like last for a week and then we can... it's one week and then one we week. pick a new one yeah. put
0: in your polls people and that's what that's what the people get for not not getting enough votes it turns out four votes for insidious was enough to uh to push the the yeah. the scales so on all the, the other that side. was
1: all the votes and all the polls in the whole poll yeah <laughs>
0: I have a bit of a, a beef with May 2-4 weekend, though. I, uh, and I think this is a Canadian issue more than anything.
1: I want to hear your take because I feel like I'm on the same page as you, but we'll see.
0: Uh, wow. We'll if you see. are, then I'll be very happy. Because we need to consolidate a fireworks day. Yeah, We need to figure... Okay, are Dude, you the serious? the
1: 23rd is not... We're not celebrating on the 23rd no. or the 22nd no. or the 21st or the, the, tw- the 25th. Hit Isn't
0: with the 24th. You know what? Actually, I... And if we want to negotiate another day, because it's not always on. Yeah, it doesn't have to be
1: just on the maybe the Saturday, you know,
0: you know what I think it should be. I, I I, because I did think about this over the weekend, I really want because I think it should be the Sunday, because not only Hmm. is it a celebration of a dead queen, but then it's a celebration of like, hey, we got one more day. Yeah, Hey, you're celebrating tomorrow. you don't work tomorrow yeah but i was hearing it friday saturday sunday monday yeah what are we
1: doing how people? much money are you guys spending too like save it all let's have one big show rather and than it's- Four small shows, you know.
0: It's not even really about the noise to me, as much as the fact that we don't even we can't even figure out how to unify and organize as a nation. This is why we're never going to win a world war on our own. We can't yeah. even figure out which day, or like, if we're ever like, okay, we're going to storm the beaches of Normandy. Like a quarter of us are going on the Friday, the other like three quarters are planning on going on the Sunday. Like we have to figure this shit out because I look, I haven't spent a Fourth of July in America. I bet I know when they're doing their fucking fireworks.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: On the fourth of fucking July. Yeah. But I, look, I, I feel I'm like even on, on the Canada Day,
1: it's like Canada Day weekend is even the firework time. It's like, well, how about Let's just, just one day?
0: Also fireworks are overrated. They're, they're as so hell, overrated as hell, dude. Also, no, in me-
1: certain situations, like for example, last summer we had this like kind of like private like fireworks show on like when I was out on the dock for Nicole's mm. like friends engagement party and that was pretty sick but yeah. other than that well i've never been impressed by fireworks before like
0: nothing infuriates me more than when people start doing fireworks in the fucking daytime
1: dude at like you, you can't four see them,
0: asshole <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's the first time i thought about that i think there's an arthur episode maybe i'm wrong but i've been thinking about arthur a lot this week weirdly <laughs> enough it's just been on my mind man you dude, i actually do
1: it I
0: found an Recap. Arthur page. i <laughs> recapping Arthur, <laughs> season one, baby. Man, I I found a Twitter page that does like Arthur clips. Mm-hmm. I was I was straight binging. Dude, you've DW been on the cartoon
1: vibes. Loves. You've been on Simpsons. You've been on Arthur. I, I guess
0: I oh, dude, I love that page. I love that page of Simpson scenes because it's like, dude, they have such uh, artistic. Mm-hmm. um scenes it's it's fabulous if people haven't uh, followed that page i think it's just called simpsons you know, on instagram highly recommend it but arthur man i think that's our next binge show <laughs> but that being said we should talk about we should talk about our upcoming binge show which is coming up very quickly katie's yeah. season of the bachelorette what's now, the
1: official start date on that
0: uh, uh six i think i thought it was okay. the seventh maybe six uh let me just check right now what day i'm the ready to because- go Dude, I, I couldn't weeks. be more excited. Yeah, it's gonna be the seventh. It's the seventh. Beauty. So, dude, I I cannot wait. I'm very look, I think it's gonna be a cringe fest. And I, it sounds like so it. to you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, super down for it. And what I I don't want to talk about anything to do with the season because, like we mentioned last week, we have Amelia Wiedemeyer. First of all. Who beer tried to erase her existence, saying that was a, a fake name. How dare you? She almost refused to come on the program because of
1: uh yeah because
0: it's why beer's not here bigotry. this
1: week. Yeah.
0: We gave him a two-week suspension. So we'll see. It's a one-week suspension, and then he has parole next week. And so we'll see if he's ready to come back, and then we'll let him come back into the fold. But I think part of that probation, a little shop collar. You yeah. gotta get a little zap collar on him. But she will be coming on the program. We were able to smooth things over. And uh, man, I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited. It's, it's gonna be a really fun format for the episode. I've planned it. I am gonna send it over to producer Gary after this episode, but we're gonna be giving it superlatives like yearbook superlatives. I think we've done this before for Pete Weber's season maybe. Um, we did some for Tayshia's season, but we're gonna be going a little uh, even further this time. And we're gonna be asking questions with Chris Harrison. I'm very interested on her thoughts because she recently on another podcast went through every uh, on the ringers podcast. She works again for the ringer, one of my favorite websites on the internet and they went through every contestant. We're not going to be doing that. But what, one thing I, and I don't mean this as an insult at all, but we have, I think very different senses of humor. Hmm. um, Very, I, I just think we're, I think we have different energies. So I'm interested as to how, we're going to mesh or yeah. clash. Or... The dynamic. I'm very curious about the dynamic and I'm, I'm hoping it goes well. I like her a lot. Um, I'm a fan of her, but I think you're g- the great thing is it's not going to be an interview like the guest house. It's just going to be as if she's like coming in for yeah. Carson's spot for a Friday or whatever that may be. And so you can maybe be a, an intermediary presence, a calming presence. On or the I podcast. could
1: take a side and watch it all blow up. <laughs>
0: yeah you should come in as like an Andy Kaufman character and just like really ber- berate her like maybe we should go good cop bad cop with her
1: or maybe I can turn on you though too maybe I take her
0: side and I'm a little nervous yeah, yeah you could I mean I, I like the, the power in be my hands one. the power is all in your hands I'm a little I'm a little nervous now that you just said that but one little extra thing so we love the ringer we love Amelia we love ringer dish What's the other podcast we like, Gary? The only other bachelor podcast that matters?
1: Chicks in the Office.
0: Mm-hmm. We love Chicks in the Office. Shout out to them. We we uh yeah, we we reference their interviews all the time. They do a fantastic job. And uh they had Kelly Flanagan on. They yeah, had Kelly crazy. Flanagan on. Did you did you happen to like see that I assume you didn't listen to the episode, but did you happen to see that they uh they they had her on. They had some clips. They threw.
1: I up. didn't. I didn't. But I'm gonna have to go check it out now.
0: So I listened to the whole goddamn thing, and I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to step on their content or anything. I recommend you go listen. Like, ever and go listen to the whole thing because it's fucking awesome. And and man, she was very candid. I mean, they, they're good interviewers, but she was ready to talk just some dish shit. It all. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're looking for, like, if you're like, oh, she's just gonna be PC. Like, oh, fuck no, she okay basically she talks heavily about her breakup with peter she straight up like she calls him a child said that like he loves to party he 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 she goes basically she goes we were just not in the same place at all and they were like oh in what sense and she goes well like i like to be an adult and he likes to party and play with pokemon cards and (laughs) play video games all day and like just generally like like he's he's a child Uh, and yeah man he wouldn't help her move when they were moving in together. And I'm not going to get into all the nitty gritty because like, she's had some actually like serious family shit go on during COVID. I think she has someone in the hospital from her family. I think one of her siblings is giving birth. Like she's got a bunch of family shit going on and Peter's like, ah, sorry Sorry. victoria justice wants to ride on a motorcycle with me so i can't i can't help you move they're moving in together yeah dude that's insane yeah it was just crazy so and and the one other thing she alluded to is after they broke up like two days later he goes and hangs out with one of kelly's family friends who's like a young hot chick and is like posting a a instagram carousel with her no peter
1: dude what are you doing
0: what are you doing i it's actually like it it sounds like he wasn't even in the ballpark of wanting to get married which we thought going in but Mm -hmm. especially now like he just seems like a a total asshole i don't know like yeah do you think he's the worst bachelor of all time because matt james is getting some heat now dude i think people are forgetting how little of a shit peter weber gave
1: yeah i don't know i can't speak on it too much because i haven't seen previous seasons but I mean, just comparing him and Matt James, mm-hmm. it's like a world of difference. So yeah, I think he's yeah, he sucks. Yeah. It's just is, is he is now, he two other, that?
0: Now two other interesting tidbits is that she talked about how produced her exit was as well, which you'll remember, like she was really cocky on oh, that day I, too.
1: Oh, I feel like we felt that though. No, we like, did. It was yeah. so like, oh, I'm chilling. I'm yeah. I'm gonna get the rose. I don't have to yeah. do anything. That's like okay.
0: Yeah. And so she she confirmed and she was honestly like that wasn't even from the same time, yeah. like it wasn't even like close to being the case. And yeah. so I just love those little insights. Um, she was super candid. I recommend you go listen to it. And and my final thing is Bennett. You know, Bennett was pursuing her hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, she was
0: like it was pretty clear that she was fucking weirded out by it. And
1: As she should should have been, yeah.
0: She did say he sent the greatest bouquet of flowers she's ever seen. Like, Bennett knows how to woo a woman on paper. You know, you know. Yeah. it's like when well, someone is like so his, close to so, being normal. He
1: seems, like, robotic in a sense. Yeah. Like, he's just so, like, calculated. He's like, oh, I'm going to do this and this. And, yes, like you said on paper, it sounds like it should work. Yeah. But then put in action, it's like, well, it's a little creepy.
0: And, look, we have friends of Bennett – friends of the podcast we love ed we love kenny both close friends of bennett but dude uh yeah like he's like dude if people are calling you like you the american psycho christian bale american psycho he is that man like he's so close to being the perfect man but there's just a dial that's flipped a little too much towards murder like it's not at a 10 if 10 is christian bale's american psycho Bennett's at like a three you and me are at a zero like the average human yeah. is at a zero and he's like eh, I'm at a three I might I might have murdered someone in my past like yeah, yeah ben, and I've been sending you some posts uh yeah the man, his, like,
1: Instagram is a, his Instagram
0: is a Instagram is a wild he's too ride old
1: for TikTok and he doesn't just know
0: too old man just too old you got cool shit going on yeah you got a baller ass job just be a rich 40-year-old, you don't need to be doing reels, you don't need to be dancing in the street. This goes for all bachelor alum. Like yeah. just be cool, chill out. If you don't post a reel and then post new post on your story, and then make another post saying, hey, just made another new post. Go back and like that one and then delete the front the, the recent one. Not everyone in the world is gonna forget about you. It's yeah. gonna be okay. But yeah, he's I mean, he's doing
1: good though. He's got his followers up, you know. He's killing it. Whatever. He's like, crushing.
0: Yo, shit, yeah, whatever. Shout, shout out, out to, out to Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love when we do that. Too. <laughs> I was thinking literally earlier today, um because because I didn't I we wasn't quite sure. We don't burn
1: bridges if, around here, okay?
0: We don't burn bridges. And before we say the meanest shit ever, even <laughs> to like I whenever I'm about to say some really mean shit to like Carson or Beer, I always go like, "And you know I love you to death." Or like, "Oh, and you know you're one of my best friends." No, I always fans, like preface bye. it with that. And with anyone we don't know, I was sitting with a, and look, I mean this in the nicest way possible. Look, I mean yeah. this in legit, like, in the most complimentary way. He's murdered people. Like, just n- could yeah. not spin it into a nice thing. Like, look, I'm sure, like, I mean this in such a good way. Like, I am jealous of this fact that everything he does is super cringy and embarrassing. Like, and I mean that in a good way. That's yeah. a good thing.
1: Yeah, and he's yeah, way so too old.
0: I think, and, i think we're going to be pulling out a lot of i mean this is the nicest way possible throughout katie's season oh yeah i think we're going to be sure. saying a lot of it this friday so with that uh, amelia wiedemeyer episode uh, like i'm saying we're going to record it this friday and then we will be uh we'll be diving into it um and and posting it on the regular episode date so it'll come out on the wednesday still uh before that first episode so mm-hmm. stay tuned for that now Producer Gary, if if you are ready, I would love to jump in some NBA rapid fire questions.
1: Let's do it.
0: Let's do it up. In their opening matchup against the Suns, the Lakers struggled against a physical Phoenix squad, so much so that LeBron found himself being launched into the air by Chris Paul, a player almost a foot shorter and about a 1,000 pounds lighter than him. Now, of course, the fall looked painful, but it was also a classic LBJ milk job as he stayed on the floor for what felt like 10 minutes. Now, Producer Gary, when was a time that something small took you out of commission?
1: Yeah, so... I'm sure everyone can relate to this you know back in back in elementary school didn't feel like going to school what do you do say you're sick and I when I was a kid I thought being sick was just like a normal thing but as I grew older I was like people don't really get sick that often like when you're in elementary school you're like oh I could probably fake being sick every like twice a month maybe yeah (laughs) nobody's sick that often you you're going to the hospital if you're sick that often but your parents are like whatever like you can just stay home today it's fine. Yeah. And I would do that, not not a ton, but, like, every once in a while. And mm. one morning, I woke up, and I had, like, cricked my neck or something, and it was just, like, the smallest thing, but I literally couldn't move my head.
0: There's nothing worse than that, though, dude. No,
1: and it was, it, like, I literally couldn't go to school, and my mom's like, yeah, you're, like, you're, you fucked it up. I don't know what you did, but, like, your neck is... Oh, like, she believed you. Yeah, yeah, she did, luckily. Luckily, she did. She didn't at first. She was, like, like seriously, and then I was, like, mm. showing signs of, like, pain, and I literally, like, couldn't get off the couch, so luckily Dude. i did get to stay home but it, i was literally out of commission for like a week from that Like, it was
0: man a neck neck pain it and was back bad pain fucking suck they and i was like
1: horrible. in grade five like what how did i do this that's myself? a
0: hilarious old man injury <laughs> yeah, for a grade like, five what? yeah what a weathered old man i had to
1: go to like a like a physiotherapist oh my get God. like yeah it was
0: happened to you bro? have benjamin button's disease has that <laughs> ever so. happened to you since no
1: it was crazy <laughs> Just like a random Tuesday morning, just
0: not a lot of people know this, but Gary had it was a tough year, uh, year three of your life. You had arthritis and kidney stones yeah. as a toddler. Yeah. Oh, we just saw Insidious make a little <laughs> jump on the back there. I don't know, dude. That is a hell of a ring to it's it. It's kind
1: of a sick name. I <laughs> it's like
0: kind it. of a sick name. If you had like a badass dog or something, but you have a yeah. cat and his name's Insidious for the week. Just for the week. Now that's a great answer. Um, kind of in a similar vein something small that always takes me out of commission ah, needles, man. I'm a baby mm, with needles. Yeah. Oh, and I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say it. Everyone's got there. You're the their kind of thing. guy to take
1: the next day off work after you get the needle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like a, a week, uh, like I'm not a baby after the fact, like I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm scared of the idea. And that is the number one reason why I haven't tried heroin. Yeah. Any other, any other, if it wasn't for the needle aspect, I'd have done it. If there was a, like a, a heroin pill I could have taken i'd be in but the fact that yeah, I, do when you, you take,
1: when you guys figure it out let me know
0: do you guys do you take heroin via needle by the way we don't know anything about <laughs> drugs uh, that aren't legal
1: listen my best guess is i'm just gonna go with yes because you said okay it. okay, okay. let no us idea. know let
0: us know in the comments <laughs> hey, section if any of you try heroin, you take heroin. Yeah, yeah yeah your favorite way to do heroin let us know in the comment section and we've been listed as explicit <laughs> i was looking through our podcast right and there was like every like some of them aren't explicit and they're all they all should you know, be. I don't know it's what it's up them. to
1: me to label as it oh. ex- explicit so mm. like sometimes i'll just not click explicit i got you but most of the time i'm doing it but yeah but so.
0: anyways i got my vaccine coming up nurses any nurses uh, i'm not proud to say this I haven't gotten a flu shot in fucking years in a long time. I don't get, I haven't gotten the flu though. I'm sure I'm spreading it. I'm sure I've killed a couple of old you're people. You're one of those people that's but,
1: like, I haven't gotten it. So I'm not going to get the shot. That's exactly what I say. Yeah. And I know
0: people are like, you're still spreading it. You're killing <laughs> old people. Like, yeah, but I haven't seen, I haven't seen me kill them. So yeah. it's out of my mind, out of sight, out of mind. All I know is that I not have a fucking sharp metal thing going in my arm, but I will be, ha- everyone get vaxxed. I'm getting vaxxed and I, I hate needles. If I can do it, you can do it which is like the dumbest thing ever. If like, if a 23-year-old grown dude can get a needle, so can you. I shouldn't be the poster child for like being a baby and overcoming needles, but I'm giving that to myself. Now, our second rapid fire question, Gary, after stealing home court advantage in Madison Square Garden this past weekend, Trey Young bellowed to the New York faithful, it's quiet as fuck in here after they had chirped him all game long in one of the best moments in massive tour garden in recent memory gary when was the time you silenced a room for good or bad
1: i'm gonna go with uh bad because <laughs> okay. it was actually recently and it was with you and oh, i didn't silence a room. i'm nervous again dude. i silenced the park uh it was uh, oh do you want to you want to say this i, I want to say it yeah because i don't stand by it it was a joke.
0: All right. All right. We may believe we may have to, we may believe it.
1: I will. I won't say what I'll just. Oh, say okay.
0: It. Okay. Yeah. But okay. Me and, me
1: and our friends, I was like, it would be funny if stall got this. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah like the worst. And then, just it was the worst like, thing was, to say. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It was
0: like the, the meanest insult ever. And, and I think when I showed up, you were like, Oh, well, David's going to be like on board and find it hilarious. And like, so you were like, yeah, David, that's what I said, like kind of like right for like, yeah, David, I'll co-sign this joke because look, we played game night the other night and I can get pretty dark. It, I can it be gets great. dark sometimes I can and get sometimes,
1: you, g- you know, you got to toe that line if you want to. But, it was, it, was, but uh, it was still it sunlight out.
0: I get dark humor. <laughs> yeah. Once the sun goes down, that's it was fair. sunlight out. We're sitting in a fucking park on blankets. To be
1: fair, we brought it up. I brought it up again or we like, they brought it up again and they thought it was funny. So, you know. I'm, I'm yeah they thought it.
0: it was funny afterward but i was like you you were like yeah david this is what i said and i was like what <laughs> what did you say what what is wrong if, it was, with if <laughs> the was sun so had shocked.
1: gone down you would yeah.
0: yeah i would have been dying laughing exactly it's that time even if it was like sunset <laughs> now we're getting into dusk a little yeah, bit you know, i would be like okay fun. okay we're getting into we're getting into the spooky hours i'll allow it that's a great one well and the
1: funny yeah. part about it too is like if anyone else got it i'd feel bad but if yeah. got it
0: yeah that was funny the, yeah that's that's how you played it too you're like no 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 guys it's only for stall and they were like all right yeah that is kind of funny like at yeah. first they were like i thought you were just saying it generally you're speaking specifically about stall all right. Hey, sometimes
1: we'll you toe you the line and you step a little too far. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's that's the only way to know where the line is. That's yeah. what I always say. You got and then sometimes you gotta cross it just to just to prove to yourself that you still have one. Yeah. That's what that's what I gotta do sometimes. Now I've got a couple of answers here. One, I've I've legitimately never told it. I've never told this story ever to anyone wow. because it was so awkward. The people listening to this podcast, I haven't told it to my family, I haven't told it to my friends who were not there so I was at a friend's housewarming party this is in fourth year and um yeah I was I was close with a friend and I'd gotten to know his girlfriend I might accidentally say their names I'm gonna try not to um and I was close with both of them I knew him but then I really got to know them as a couple mm-hmm. and uh and and I I love and so I knew a lot of people at the party in my program and so I gave like a drunken toast, which was really nice and heartfelt. And so I toasted the homeowner and his girlfriend for being such an incredible, immortal, everlasting couple. I said, oh, I'm so sad that she I almost said her name. I'm so sad. She isn't able to make it tonight. Cause I would love to toast you two together, but I'm so, so glad. Um, and, and I literally said, you guys make as a, as a perennial as a perennially single guy you guys make me believe in the power of young romance
1: i know where is going
0: (laughs) and i also i i arrived late as well and so i didn't realize like i didn't hear why she wasn't there or anything they'd broken up in incredibly messy fashion and they had to find a last minute roommate because of it like the whole house situation was based on her living with him yeah and and it was weird because like then they like they needed another roommate but they didn't have another bedroom so it was this whole like messy situation the guy who told me about it after i made this whole speech it was probably like a minute long guy who told me about it was the guy who like he came up and he said hey i'm blank blank and blank broke up. That's why I'm here. Like, that's why I exist. That's why I'm in the house right now. i never met him before. And he's like, yeah, I'm the new roommate. I'm replacing oh, our no. fuck. Uh, oh, <laughs> maybe, no. I, yeah.
1: We'll blank it. We'll blank, we'll blank yeah. it. Down.
0: Yeah. If we remember, we'll blank it. And, uh, oh man, that was a great one. I also, another one, and the whole room went silent. And, and another one, I was talking to a girl I just started seeing and we were i think this was like our second date and we were talking about like the worst tattoos of people we dated because she had a couple and like the ones i'd seen i, I, I liked and i'm not like a huge tattoo guy but if they're cool i like them so we were talking about the worst ones and i told her i was like oh i did this girl with uh yeah i guess she won't listen because i don't want to make fun of people's tattoos because that shit it's, it's a forever. dangerous
1: game I, to be playing on the second date right? it, <laughs> it is a
0: dangerous guy I, maybe i initiated i don't think i did because it is such a dangerous game and i don't have any so i'm playing with house money right yeah, like yeah. i you she can't i can't be immersed. so i said oh, i did to this one girl with angel energy on like her thigh like above her knee and uh, look really nice girl and not like she wasn't a stripper i like i will say that because it sounds like it's not a great it's not a great tattoo right? yeah <laughs> that's all that's all i'll say and dude I basically i said i found everything in that realm cringy and then she was like oh she dude she had a tattoo that said all or nothing in the same exact spot oh, like right no. above the knee and she hey, showed well,
1: it to me it's a red flag for you clearly so
0: uh, well yeah i mean and we i don't think we saw each other ever again yeah I mean, we yeah. maybe have one more date i don't think we did but uh dude that was another really awkward one i was like oh no that's totally different what are you ta- what are you talking <laughs> about that's completely different i love that one oh my god all right yeah. now producer gary i'm gonna jump in some quick hits and i awesome. uh, ask your reaction for some of these now vince carter made his debut on the call this weekend dear lord he was the worst announcer i've ever heard gary which sucks because i love vince carter he was 500 times worse than chris weber caleb hates chris weber i had to text him i was like vince carter is fighting the run-on sentences oh my god he was a first battle hall of famer i wouldn't be surprised if the NBA was like You know, Vince, we can't have you. We can't have that. I know
1: when he played, he was like this big, like kind of like fiery personality. But he doesn't Mm -hmm. give me commentator energy. You know?
0: No, it it was he was so unsure of himself. So unsure of himself. These run on sentences, like, oh my god, it's a tough job, but it is. uh, He made it seem tough. I think it's
1: honestly to be good at commentating. That's like one of the toughest jobs in sports for sure. Like
0: toughest job in the world. Yeah, it's crazy. Millions of people listening to every word and tweeting about it. And within the first quarter, I went Vince Carter announcing <laughs> on Twitter, and it was 50 fucking tweets of people have been like, This yeah. shit fucking sucks. Like, and look, he yeah. could
1: have got better in the second half, but nobody cares anymore. Doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: Does not matter. Now, Jordan Clark's Jordan Clarkson who was announced this week. He wins six man of the year. Well deserved. He averaged about 18 and eight, a half points per game, four rebounds, two and a half assists on 42% from the field 35 from three, 90 from the free throw line great season but it is always hilarious when someone wins an award and then puts up a clunker the next day in the playoffs and that's exactly what happened for Clarkson in game one against the Grizzlies I think he went 0 for 8 from 3 after winning the award I love that what do you think that is um I just think it's bad luck sometimes like it's it's different in the it's different in the playoffs and maybe you get complacent with something like the MVP award but six man I think it's just like yeah, I like to think it's like
1: oh I won the award now I'm just going to fucking take it easy Ooh. don't have to do anything now
0: I think Sixth Man specifically it's also like look you're playing against bench units all regular season. Yeah. Now teams are game planning for you. Yeah. And it's yeah. a lot tougher when you're the, like seen as the number two option. So shout yeah. out to Jordan Clarkson. Hopefully he turns it around. Now, my punishment, I'll touch on that very quickly. I will be recording the TikTok, but I'm going to wait until we can do stuff outside with friends because I spoke to a couple of my female friends who do TikTok dances. And they said, we'll get a few drinks flowing. We'll practice it a couple times and they'll, either do it with me or coach me through it so i'm waiting until i have some coaching so i can do it properly can i it be, be there
1: important. for the live shot you will
0: absolutely be there i'll help you record Beautiful. it you're recording your perfect game. now first round feedback just want to say this quickly i said at the beginning of the episode best first round matchups i've ever seen we saw our first real blowout uh as the the bucks picked apart the heat and then last night i did uh, see course, that
1: one actually I saw, oh, that saw was some was
0: ugly now, we're recording this on May 25th, so it'll come out on the 26th, but last night uh, on the 24th, the uh, the Nuggets kind of blew out the, uh, the Trailblazers kind of down the stretch. It was still a good game, but really, really exciting matchups. Now, what I'm going to do, Producer Gary, I'm going to go through real quick just the highlights of every series and then my predictions. Now, they've already started, so maybe we're cheating a little bit, but I'm going to run through them just the quick hits just bullet points for each series and if you want to bet like dude we were betting we were on fire all three of us i happen to lose but i hit a 500 record and the guys were crushing it so if you want to bet on the duration of these series you're going to make some money that's all i'll say and if we don't we've already we've established caleb is financially he responsible. we'll pay
1: so, you out of pocket
0: yeah he would be the one to contact now the Nets, Cel- uh, Nets, Celtics, Lakers, Suns, and Clippers, Mavericks play tonight on the 25th. This will come out on the 26th. So take that with a grain of salt. Take that as you will. But in the Western Conference, Utah versus Mavericks, I'm taking – or Utah versus the Memphis Grizzlies, I should say. I'm taking the Jazz in six games. The Grizzlies lead the series 1-0. This is going to be a very physical series especially between Jonas Valanciunas and Rudy Gobert admittedly I hadn't really thought about the Jazz in probably over a month they were just cruising through the regular season to the point where I forgot just how long Donovan Mitchell was forced to sit out John Morant that first game he was insane he was insane all play in tournament as well he's inevitably going to be a guy that people turn on like a Westbrook or guys of that vein But he's such a superstar. He loves the big moments in that first game. Fellow Canadian, I'm wearing a Canada basketball hat right now, Dylan Brooks, balled out with 37 points and threw off the Jazz with the most punchable face in the league. Now, the Jazz are awesome because they have Dylan Brooks, very punchable face, guy has a frohawk. He was shoving that soft frohawk into people's faces, which is like such an antagonizing Disrespectful. And they also have Grayson Allen, who notably looks like Ted Cruz. I don't know if you know what Grayson Allen looks like, but I highly recommend uh, you look that up. It it is absolutely uncanny. We'll throw it in the corner. But when Mitchell plays, he was unexpectedly out for that first game. Um, I expect the Jazz to get back on track. All credit to the Grizzlies as the youngest playoff team since Durant, Westbrook, um, and Harden, that Thunder team. They're fun to watch. But the Jazz are going to get back on track. I think they're going to win this in six games. Now, the Clippers and Mavericks series – Oh, boy, this is interesting. I'm taking the Mavericks in seven games in an upset. They lead 1-0 after the weekend. Look, they won without Przingis even having a great game. He has to be more aggressive or at least stay healthy if they have a chance of winning in seven games. But the Mavs were aggressive. They, they, they keep leads. So if they're aggressive in that first quarter, they're going to win this series. Do you want an insane stat, Gary? This blew my mind. This season... When the Mavericks led after the first quarter, they were twenty-seven and zero. Jesus. Twenty-seven and zero after leading after the first quarter, they were like one quarter or one point leads, two point leads, never lost a game. That's, that's insane. So they got to start off uh hot, and and that'll help them. I wonder what the the
1: reverse of that stat is. Like when they're down, what the what their loss rate is.
0: Yeah, I would. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a great crazy. question. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe we'll look into that for next week. But Lucas playoff performances. He was spectacular in that first game. He's average. He has three triple doubles in seven games, which is just absurd. Now Kawhi, he shot huge or three huge shots short, right off the front of the rim, down the stretch. That shows me that those legs are a bit tired. He didn't get to take games off the same way he did last year. So He might be a bit tired. They need the Clippers. If they have any chance, they got to play a Baca more at center. I don't know why Marcus Morris was uh, playing center down the stretch, but look, I I just think I don't trust Paul George. I don't know if I trust Kawhi to be rested enough for a seven game series. I'm going to take the Mavericks in seven. Now Portland, Denver, this is a back and forth series. I'm taking the Nuggets in seven games. The series is tied one, one right now. I don't love the Nuggets guard depth moving forward, especially against a top three backcourt in the league in uh, CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard. Jamal Murray's obviously out. Uh, Will Barton is shaky. PG Dozier's health is shaky. You're asking too much from Austin Rivers. And I, if the other two guys were on here, I bet they wouldn't know that Austin Rivers plays for the Denver Nuggets, which is not a good sign for Denver. When a lot of people don't even know who you're uh, starting, that your starting point guard played for you during the regular season. But man melo he's such a wild card he had an incredible game one and a very forgettable game two game one another crazy stat for you gary mellow got traded from the nuggets in 2011 right 10 years ago yep game one was his first time winning in denver since that trade he'd never won a game in denver since how nuts is that that's fucked. In 10 years yeah. i can't
1: believe he's still around first i know
0: he's just chipping away yeah now Jokic proved in game two why he was the MVP. He only had one assist in game one. He came out and dominated in every regard last night. Him and Lillard going toe-to-toe, shot for shot. That was awesome. But uh, again, I just think, I just just trust the Nuggets more, especially defensively. If you have Aaron Gordon guarding Damian Lillard, that's what they switched to in game two. I think they're going to stick with that. I like that matchup. I would bet on the Nuggets pulling that out now, Phoenix and the Los Angeles Lakers, our last matchup in the West. I had the Lakers taking this in six games. Yes, the Suns lead at 1 0, but DeAndre Aiden is the X factor in this series, obviously. If De- if Dario Saric and Frank Kaminsky are playing heavy minutes, LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to look 100% healthy real quick. If Aiden struggles to stay on the floor, this could end up being a short series, despite Phoenix having the lead right now. LeBron. Look, he didn't even take a shot on the floor, though, with Aiton on the floor. He didn't take a single shot in the paint, Gary. He didn't even attempt one with Aiton on the floor. That's how uh, that's how stellar Aiton was in the paint. So, again, mm, do I think the Lakers are going to be able to adjust and take out DeAndre Aiden? I think probably. He had a great game. He's still just in his second year. I think Anthony Davis is going to be able to adjust Remember, let's not get ahead of ourselves. LeBron has never, ever lost a first-round series. And I like AD's chances of bouncing back. But the Suns have great wing defenders. I think this is actually going to be an awesome series. I'm worried about Chris Paul's injury. He simply couldn't hold on to the ball after he hurt his shoulder in game one. But uh, they still have Devin Booker. A lot of mid-range shots looked like Chris Paul's shots. Uh, He's taken a lot from Chris Paul's game. So I think it's going to be a long series. I think it's going to be physical and competitive. But I would bet on the Lakers taking it in uh, six, yeah, six games. Now, let's jump into the East. I don't have any any team sweeping in the first round. Again, kind of emblematic of how fun this year is. Yeah.
1: Uh, now, and from the sounds of the West too, it sounds like when a team goes up one zero, they're losing the series. Because really? yeah, every time okay, you're like, yeah. they lead right now. They're leading the series, but they're gonna Ooh. they're gonna lose in 6 or They're losing seven.
0: Well, I, I, I stand like, look, the Mavericks have the lead right now and I see them keeping it, but that's what I'm calling with. Like, look, I think Memphis, yeah, I think the Jazz are going to come back. I think the Lakers are going to come back. Yeah. Um, I think the Nuggets, like they've now tied it, but they lost the first game. I it think makes sense though. Cause like
1: back. the, the better team is going to, they're going to, they're going to take it easy. The first game usually, right. They're going to see, they're yeah. going to, they're going to like plan out what they need to do next game you know it's just it's just learn it's a learning thing right the first and game. that's what
0: lebron does he yeah. always has he has a feel out game one he doesn't look he himself right now
1: adapts and then you, he, you just lose
0: <laughs> exactly so i do see the better teams feeling like memphis look you've had a great run i think utah they're not going to miss that many threes for seven games so i think they're going to be able to pull it out now looking towards the east these ones uh eh, look they're really fun to watch but philadelphia washington i I mean i'm taking the sixers in five this one could be a sweep you could definitely convince me of that get the brooms out perhaps but the sixers lead at 1-0 at the moment alex land and robin lopez they're, they're just not good enough uh to guard Embiid. beat and beat is going to be going on a constantly he's going to shoot a million free throws this series the wizards need to have westbrook and beal go nuts in order to that for them to even have a chance at winning a game like simmons Ben Simmons on the Sixers, he can only guard one of them, but they also have Batiste Theibel, a young young guard who's going to be making things difficult for whoever he's guarding. So honestly, it just comes down to the fact that Philadelphia has too many options. If Embiid can stay on the court moving forward, he obviously had foul trouble in game one. If he can stay on the court, they should cruise to the end of this series. The Sixers, again, like the Jazz, they feel a lot like the Bucs. They're overlooked. Uh, right now people aren't really interested in them until they get to the conference finals and that's probably what they want they want to be flying under the radar uh tobias harris will be a huge factor um especially if he's going to be guarded by Ish smith who's about a foot and a half shorter than him that's probably not going to happen much anymore but we'll see now he gave washington a lot of problems he scored 28 out of his 36 points in the first half on Ish smith matchup so Again, maybe Westbrook and Beal go off for like a combined 80 points and they steal a game, but this is going to be a short series. One that's not going to be short, Atlanta and New York. Now, the Hawks lead at 1-0. We talked about Trey Young telling the Madison Square Garden crowd it's quiet as fuck in here, but I see the Knicks winning this in seven games. Julius, he looked really rough in the first game, which was hilarious because Shaq and Charles Barkley on the broadcast, they couldn't even agree if he was being too aggressive or not aggressive enough. Shaq was like, he's he's, he's, not, he's, he's being too aggressive. He's rushing things. He's not letting the game come to him. And then Bar- Barkley was saying, um, I, I thought it was the opposite. I thought he was making bad decisions, blah, 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 They couldn't even agree on what approach. was. All they knew was that he looked bad, but he dominated the Hawks throughout the entire season series. So I do see him bouncing back. I don't think that they have a great matchup for him. RJ Hunter, he'll be the X factor defensively, I guess. He's the best matchup for Randall. He obviously didn't play during the season series, but I think we're going to see a bounce back from the Knicks. RJ Barrett's my pick to have that Tyler Harrow potential, like Harrow had for the Miami Heat last season, as a young guy who could just explode and give you, uh, I don't know, 25 30 points a game and impact a series we'll see the hawks have more talent but the knicks defense it's just so solid i'm kind of playing into the cliche defense wins championships so look it's a coin toss i'm taking defense over over offense honestly trey young may have been the mvp of the weekend though he put up 32 points 10 assists and 7 rebounds matching lebron derrick rose and chris paul as the only recent players to drop 30 points and 10 assists in their playoff debuts. So again, it's a toss up because uh, the Hawks, they have those stars and John Collins and Trey young, obviously, and a bunch of good role players, but uh, I like the Knicks as a unit more. So I think that one's going to be really interesting. One that look we mentioned it and you said you saw the blow, Gary, yeah. not Miami, Milwaukee, dude. Before the weekend, I had written down that I thought Milwaukee was going to take it in, or I thought Miami was going to take it in seven games. I just thought they had the mental edge. I changed it to Milwaukee <laughs> winning in five. Oh, after. wow. <laughs> yeah. I had, it, look, the heat supporting cast, it just does not look like it did last year. Kelly Olenek is gone. Jay Crowder is gone. Drogic has not flipped the switch. Harrow looks cold compared to last year. Last year, They had a round to warm up against the Pacers as well, and they swept them. They had that momentum build up. This year, they're going in cold against a Bucs team that has something to prove. Bam has to play like an all-star. He's looked bad through two games. The Heat, they also tend to give up a lot of threes. So when that offense isn't clicking with the role players, it's just tough to imagine them being able to extend this series too long. They let the Bucs penetrate especially as easily as they did in game two. Look, you can maybe even get out the brooms again. This series could be over in four games. The Bucs were just gliding to the rim. You cannot allow that. Drew Holiday, to me, is the X factor. He is obviously the new addition to the Bucs, and he's had a fucking huge impact on this series defensively. He's been thrown on every guard, but primarily on Jimmy Butler, and he has shut butler down the bucks lead that series 2-0 i put five i could see it going in four man it's crazy i'm glad we did not throw out our predictions last week because oh boy i would look dumb when it comes to that series now our last one gary and this is going to be quick brooklyn and boston now i wish beer was here because beer was a little bit he was he's been sipping the haterade on the nets all season hey gary
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: yeah, he's been like, oh, I don't believe. Oh, there's only one ball. I don't believe in James Harden. Why do you have James Harden on your All-NBA team? if
1: James Harden was on the best team in the NBA, he, Beer would be like, no, they're going to lose in four. Like, it's over. Yeah, just yeah like, he just
0: hates just James hates Harden, man. Harden, Just So, but look, Kyrie as well. We're talking about Harden. We're talking about Durant. It's crazy because you talk about the, like two superstars and you forget there's a, the, a third legit superstar with yeah. them too. And Kyrie loves torching the Celtics he loved torching them before he played for them he especially loves torching them after the trade away from the Celtics oh man and the thing is Tatum just needs to score 50 points for the Celtics to win like if they were going to win this series he'd need to have four games of 50 points or or more which uh, it's already Herculean it's just too much for him to take on the toughest offensive assignment on the nets he's guarding Kevin Durant and then you're asking him to be the number one option too
1: not gonna happen
0: it's not going to happen. The thing that would be new is if they had Jalen Brown healthy, that would at least make it a bit more interesting because Jalen Brown could take on Durant and you just see what Tatum can do offensively. But this is... this Even is, oh, then,
1: I'm, you're like, yeah. it's not happening.
0: I'm a big Tatum fan and honestly, Boston's big men have surprised me in how they're playing Tristan Thompson and Robert Williams. Uh, so I'm giving the one game. I think Tatum goes off for, for 50 points, 40 points one game and the Celtics squeak one out. But... That, you can wrap that one up. So just to recap real quick, I'm taking the Nets in five in the East, Bucks in five, Knicks in seven, and Sixers in five. Now in the West, a bit more competitive. I'm taking the Lakers in six, taking the Nuggets in seven, Mavericks in seven, and Jazz in six. Wow, Jazz in six. Looking back, I may want to change. that.
1: Not to committing to any uh, any sweeps. Like no it.
0: sweeps, no sweeps. But I could see three sweeps in the uh, in in the um, Eastern Conference. It's possible. But I'm all. It's tough when there's so many superstars to be like. There's no fucking way. There's yeah. a sweep happening. But, whoo boy, I feel like I just ran a fucking marathon. Every I feel, series after, wow.
1: after hearing you go through that, I just I'm realizing now that players move around so much in the NBA compared to, like, other sports.
0: Who are you thinking? What, what Just, names like, all the out? big
1: names, man. Like, Harden's yeah. gone, Butler's been moved around, and fucking LeBron yeah. moves around all the time. Just, yeah. like, all these superstars are just moving, moving, moving. But, like, in, like, for hockey, for example, you'll see players stick their whole career mm-hmm. on one team. Baseball, same thing. One, Yeah, just... It's just, I don't know. It just seems like... And,
0: and football more. So like, basketball is yeah, the most transitional Yeah, football especially, sport. actually.
1: Football is, yeah. like, they stick to one team usually. Unless you're, like, I don't know, just, like, getting thrown around. Like, there's there's one player that likes to get thrown around, but, like, yeah, I don't know. I, but basketball no, just seems I, like everybody's getting tossed around
0: at yeah. all times.
1: That's what it feels like. I mean, like. this is
0: off the top of my head, but within the past five years durant's been on multiple teams yeah. he's been on more than two teams harden's been traded kyrie has been traded that's on one team you have three superstars yeah uh anthony davis lebron um i mean god uh, julius randall uh, everybody yeah like chara around, going man. from
1: boston to washington was like the news of the decade because he's been on boston his whole career and then all of a sudden he's on a new team they're like holy shit this is crazy but if that happens in basketball it's like uh just another day like a little probably. bit yeah, yeah
0: i mean like it'll be like someone like chara this is like not he's like games a franchise
1: player though. exactly yeah. like
0: if steph curry moves yeah but even so man if steph curry moves it'll be huge news but it's not going to be like out of this world shocking right yeah. it's just not basketball culture and yeah. that'll be interesting that's something to watch out for because his extension's coming up and I don't know. The Warriors put a statement this week. They were like, we're pretty confident inside, but it didn't seem like they were like, this is a home run. We're fucking, there's no way that we, uh, we don't sign him. So I don't
1: know. know. Some spicy moves coming up,
0: man. I'm very, very excited. Again, tune into this first round guys, because normally basketball has the worst, I would say the worst first rounds in any of the four major sports. Just they happen to be the biggest blowouts. I love NBA basketball. I'm just saying they happen to not be that close baseball anything can happen football anything can happen playoff hockey i'm not a hockey guy but that is a why like you just never know which goalie's gonna get hot right basketball generally the better team wins out but we can have a couple look i'm writing off the grizzlies early and they have a 1-0 series lead who knows what's gonna happen so guys stay tuned for next week we will see how right i am maybe i'm totally fucking wrong and then on and then the other guys will come on and be like, yeah, we we, we would have said fucking differently. We would have had this. Yeah, we would have had Grizzlies sweeping. We knew that was coming. But, and guys, get ready. Next week, a week, when you're listening to this, a week today, it will be Amelia Wiedemeyer's not interview a little little collaboration and we are very very excited because it's going to be the cringiest episode yet you know what chris harrison's always like the most dramatic episode or the most dramatic season yet yeah you can't even say that this year it's just the cringiest season yet. well
1: it's very fitting that he won't be hosting then so
0: yeah yeah he yeah, won't even get to drop the tagline i wonder if the girls will i wonder if Tisha and Caitlin will be like
1: that's the thing is it weird for them to adopt his mannerisms you can't. i don't think you yeah. can
0: no, they got to make it their own thing. and yeah. I think they will. And I think they're going to nail it. I I have very, very high hopes. Um, And look, I'm not good at, look, I write in fashion, but I don't know women's dress as well. That's not my realm at all. I kind of just take people's word for it when they say a dress is ugly or not ugly on the show. But that one, like orange, I, it's not salmon. It's not quite orange dress that we've seen Katie in. Do you know the one I'm talking about? It's like the one I that's been it, around yeah, the yeah. promos. That's one of the ugliest fucking dresses I've seen. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't so maybe it's just not good. On Katie her, doesn't but...
1: scream like fashion icon to me. It's just like Katie doesn't scream
0: anything to no, me. I, I don't know, know what she I is, know. man. She's not a fashion. I guess she's sex positive. Like you have it, like oh, the first sex positive bachelorette. You have Kalen Bristow hosting. That's her. Yeah. That's her legacy. I'm yeah. not her legacy, but you know what I mean. Uh I just I'm out on Katie. Spoiler alert. That's one of the questions for next week. I'm out on Katie. But yeah. guys, rate, review, subscribe. We're growing. We're growing weekly. Let's keep it going. We love how you guys are sharing. Keep telling your friends. We appreciate Thank you listening. Remember, really
1: a weapon metal. never flies at night.
0: Thank you. What a mo-